Welcome to the Spirituality of Strength Training with your host, Anna Willard. This podcast is dedicated to bring you knowledge, wisdom, inspiration, and guidance to wherever you may be on your health journey. For those who are new to me, I am a kettlebell strength coach, a movement nerd ninja, and an empowerment coach on a mission to bring you hope through our health. The root word of health comes from wholeness. The root word of wholeness comes from holy. Despite our differences with religion and spiritual beliefs, we are all human beings with a body that is designed to reflect this holiness through our health. It wasn't until my seventh year as a health profession where I went into a deep awakening of understanding what does it mean to train my spirit and to heal my spirit through the physical. You'll hear a little bit more about my story from other health professionals, from strength coaches, psychiatrists, spiritual gurus and leaders, to other people who talk about the importance of our health as a community body and the health of our planet as well. This podcast is to allow us to step into our whole health mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Thank you for being here. If you love what you hear, I encourage you to subscribe. If you want more inspiration and quotes from these podcasts, I encourage you to follow me on Instagram at Anna underscore Willard underscore. I encourage you to do a little bit of a movement, either yoga flow, go for a walk, sit in nature as you enjoy this episode. Hello, strong ones. How's everyone doing today? Thank you for tuning in today. You, it's you and me. It's just the host, me, Anna Willard, telling you how I discovered kettlebells or really how the kettlebells discovered me. I truly believe when we are drawn to something or someone or attracted to something or someone, there's a deeper purpose for that. And it's the journey of discovering that purpose. And that's kind of how I view my journey and relationship with the kettlebells. I know that may sound weird, a relationship with a ball of iron, but it's a relationship that really has allowed me to tune into my power and my potential. And so that's why I'm really excited to share this story with you. Before I dive into how I discovered the kettlebells, I have to go back a little bit more and kind of set the stage for you and what led me to the kettlebells. For those who know, I used to water ski competitively. I, 2011, it was the first year I moved out to Seattle. It was a beautiful summer. I was skiing at Radar Lake. For those who don't know Radar Lake, and at the time, I didn't know this either. It's one of the most pristine water ski lakes in the nation. I didn't know how lucky I was because, again, I was so new to the sport. I was just like, I just want to get out on the water. and that was my first year competing. The summer before that, it was the summer I learned how to ski, or learned how to ski the course, I should say. I've been skiing my whole life just recreationally, but it was more that summer where I learned how to ski the course in 2010, 2011. That's when I started competing. Anyway, so I had this beautiful lake, beautiful site that I was skiing at, 
super close to where I was at this beautiful facility that had most of like state of the art equipment. And literally I was like this kid in a candy store. I could not get enough of all the toys at my facility, the studio or not the studio, the gym that I was working out of. I could not get enough time out on the water, but that winter, that's when I developed a horrible, horrible injury. For those who don't know, I developed what's called costeochondritis. And so when it's a hypermobile rib, and when you have a joint that is supposed to be mobile and is not, your body will create mobility somewhere in a joint that is not supposed to be mobile. So that's basically what happened with my ribs. I have a very rigid spine. And so my ribs became hypermobile. And so that mid-back area is that T spine. So kind of like the shoulder blade area was really rigid. And so my body created mobility in my ribs. Horrible pain, just horrible pain. I like to repeat myself. I said that twice. Horrible pain. There, I'll say it a third time. Maybe that has a good effect of how bad of um, the pain was at that time in my life. But I had to take a week off of work, went through a little midlife crisis, and really had to reevaluate how I was going to approach coming back to a career that I love. But it didn't really happen at the time that I came back. Um, so I'm going to pause the story there. I'm going to go, we're going to backtrack to my last year in college. My last year in college, I was taking a strength and conditioning course at Eastern Washington. And one of the master, not masters, excuse me, one of the grad students was leading the course and he showed us this movement called the Turkish getup. And I automatically fell in love with this movement. For those who aren't familiar with this movement, it is a series of movements where you're laying, where you start laying on your back. You hold your, um, excuse me, you hold your arms straight with a weight in your hand. And then there's seven different movements that you, you finish in a standing position with the weight overhead. And then you rinse and repeat and do the same thing, but just backwards and come back down onto your back. And he did this with a weight. He did this with a, like a small person. I was just like, whoa, this is so cool. I didn't know how strong you could be with just this incredible movement. Um, and he was a kettlebell sport instructor. And then he showed us a little bit more with the kettlebell sport. But right away, that was the first time I was introduced to kettlebells and this movement. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I would love to learn this, but I was, mm, this was the shyness of me at that time where I was like, no, I'm, I'm just not ready for that. I'm, I'm not ready to dive into that full movement, but I'm super, 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 uh, attracted to it. Anyway, during that last year of college, I would find myself at Barnes and Nobles looking at all these like exercise manuals and just dreaming of where my career would take me, who I was going to be coming or who I was going to become as a fitness professional. And this book kind of jumped out at me called The Naked Warrior. And this, this is um, a little bit more of my Christian, very strict um, background and viewpoint that's changed a little bit a lot actually. But I looked at this book. I was like, oh my gosh, this is all body weight movement. But I was totally turned off by the title and didn't buy the book just because it had naked in it. I was like, oh, it's naked. It's bad. I can't, I can't, I can't get it. Uh, anyway, but it's, again, 
still like always thumbing through that book anytime I would go to Barnes and Nobles. And it wasn't until like years later I bought the book. But again, I didn't realize it was the author of that book is also the head coach for the Strong First kettlebell instructor that I am certified through. So I'm getting to the point where I actually implemented kettlebells into my life. So back to where I was injured. For me to return to work, I was on pain meds. I was like, let me get back to grinding it out, not grinding it out hard, but just like those really high intense workouts. I was doing a lot of Olympic lifting at the time and kind of CrossFit workouts as well. And before I'm going to go segue a little bit on CrossFit, CrossFit is awesome. It's just not meant for my body. My body doesn't like CrossFit. There's nothing against CrossFit. I think CrossFit has done an awesome job on improving the awareness of health and exercise. It's done a great job of building community and kind of sparking that aspect of the importance of community and health at the same time. So kudos on CrossFit on that. Again, CrossFit is just not for me. And that doesn't mean that CrossFit's bad. It's just not for me. So that's just my for like, just have to state that right now with the fact of going in with my story of kind of stock CrossFit style workouts and Olympic lifting and the fact that I water skate a lot that summer did a lot of harm on my body. So it's not CrossFit. It's just the fact that I, again, that a kid in candy store, my body got really sick with that. So anyway, back to the story. So when I got back to work, I was on pain meds and I was back to doing those same type of workouts. And I was, I think I was on pain meds for three months, total of three months. And it kind of hit me where I was like, oh my goodness, I'm reliving a death of a friend. And what I mean by that, the summer, the spring before the summer that I was able to qualify for nationals and regionals, that summer of 2011, a dear friend of mine, she was 30 at the time, passed away. She also had chronic back pain and she lived on pain medications. And unfortunately, she was prescribed a medication that was the wrong dosage or the wrong pain med. And it took her life. And it was a shock to all of us. It's still a shock that something like that, so simple, um, could literally take someone's life away like that. And so when I was kind of right before that ski season for that following year, I was like, I can't continue living like this. I can't live my life in vain for the fact of how she died. And so I couldn't, I had to honor her death almost. And I know that sounds morbid, but I had to honor her death by allowing it to teach me a lesson in my own life to not allow myself to have the same death as her. And so that's where I made like the quick switch of like, okay, we got to make some big changes and we got to make some big changes now. And that's when I started going into the kettlebells. The third thing that brought me to kettlebells was my good friend, CJ. He was a instructor at the same place that we were working out of. And I, again, this was before I was injured. I asked him to help shoot a video for an exercise video for water skiers. And he was like, well, what are you going to do with this? I was like, oh, I have a YouTube channel. And I was super excited to like get that started. And um, he's like, oh, you know who you should follow is Nagar. And I was like, who's that? 
And he showed me a video of this woman doing the Turkish get up with a 24 kilos. Now, for those who don't know kilos, the weight of that is basically 53 pounds. And he told me, he's like, you can do that. I was like, I can. He goes, you could do that. And so that kind of stuck with me when I was reevaluating where I was with my health and how do I get off these pain meds, but live in a life without pain. I was like, okay, pulled out that video up, watched it over and over and over again, tried to teach myself. Again, I did it body weight. I didn't do it with weight. Went back to CJ. I was like, okay, you need to help me with this movement. So he helped me with the movement. I also went and saw a nutritionist. We did like an anti-inflammatory diet, totally cleaned up um, the inflammation in my body so I didn't have to have all the pain meds, and then literally got on the ground with the Turkish getup. Again, the Turkish getup is a movement that starts on the ground, and it's seven movements coming up into a standing position and then right back down. So CJ taught me or coached me through those movements. And then from there, I kind of just took it one step at a time. I took the first step up to elbow and I used, I didn't use weight. So I used a shoe or a yoga block and my clearing way for me to know that my body was ready and had good form was I didn't allow myself to put any weight in my hand until I could do this movement three times up on one side, three times down on that same side without the shoe or yoga block falling off. And that's how I was like, haha, my body finally knows how to keep it stable and strong at the same time. And so then that's when I started incorporating the weight. But again, I went at the same approach. I like did it three or four times just up to the first movement until I felt very strong and comfortable. Then I went up to the next movement. So I didn't take it all at once. Like I've done it in the past. It's kind of like taking a big sandwich, like your mouth is watering and you're so ready to dive into it. It's like taking like that big bite and like stuffing the whole sandwich in your mouth. If you try to learn this movement all at once, you don't really get to one, enjoy the process Two, you really don't get to understand and own the movement. And three, you miss the cognitive awareness that it brings with going and trying to learn this movement really fast. And so that's what I love teaching this movement as a slow approach. And because it going slow when I was learning it really brought that cognitive awareness to my body and my body to my brain. And what I mean by that is because I was taking one step at a time, I really could feel like, oh, what's my shoulder telling me? Is it pain or does it feel strong or do I feel like a good stretch? Am I really tight? And so taking those steps by steps, it allowed me to slow down and really listen to my body on the physical level. And that's why I was so grateful for this movement and why I love this movement so much. But again, it took me like three introductions to it before I actually like, okay, let's, let's really own this. Let's like make it mine. And so maybe you're at that place where you're like, Hey, I've heard about this movement. I thought it was like a dessert or something, um, just because of the name of it. But I tease it, my clients sometimes of like how it's dessert movement becomes dessert to your body. Your body starts craving some of the things that you teach it. And 
that's why I love this movement. Um, not because of the cognitive awareness it brings, but also the aspect of like, it's really good for shoulder mobility, posture, really good for hip mobility, and then also integrating core activation in a way that's very functional into everyday life. One of the things I noticed is when I was really practicing this exercise and this movement is how naturally I would do the movement to get down onto the floor to pick something up. I was like, whoa, my body just went there. That's kind of cool. So it really like protects your body, not just in the exercise element, but it really teaches your body outside of the gym to move really well and really safe and really strong. So that's one of the reasons why, multiple reasons why I love the Turkish getup. Um, and so if you want to learn more about that, look down on the show notes. I'll have the link to the YouTube channel, uh, my YouTube channel where you can learn the Turkish getup and see the full movement. Um, so that's really how I discovered the kettlebells. The kettlebells have, that's just the beginning of the journey that I've had with the kettlebells. I'm still on this journey with the bells of how it's really given me that language between the mind, body, and spirit. And it was one of those things when I did the Turkish getup, I was like, gosh, I didn't realize how my body has been longing for this type of language and this type of communication between my mind and body, but it knew it right away when I jumped into it. And that's what I love about this type of stuff. Like it knew it right away, but it didn't even know how to describe what it, that it was missing that connection. Um, the other thing about the Turkish getup that's super fun is you do it with bare hands, bare feet. Our hands and feet send information to our brain of body mapping, so it allows us to understand where our body is in space and it also sends a lot of feedback from the ground in our environment to understand more of again where our body is in space so again just to slide that in training barefoot is always fun um but that is it guys that is kind of the beginning of my journey with the kettlebells was the turkish getup and the turkish getup has led me to so many other things within the kettlebell world and the strong first world it's my go to it's something really easy really simple once you learn it um it takes some time to learn it like i said i think i took a good month month and a half to learn it i don't know if i said that or not but that it took me about that time frame for my body to really own the movement. Um, other people don't take that long. My body's just really broken. Um, other than that, guys, that is it. And yeah, next week we will have my good friend, Kenny Davis. He is actually my old volleyball coach from high school. He saw that I am started this podcast and like jumped right on. He's like, I'd love to be on your show. So I was like, awesome. Super excited to have him on the show. And he's going to be talking about the importance of strength training with aging and how he still is like kicking it and being really strong with a, being a, I think he's a referee for basketball. I believe that's right. We may have to have a correction or a confirmation on that. But other than that, guys, thank you so much. Make sure if you haven't yet, I encourage you to subscribe to this channel. And here's the thing. This is why it's really important to sub sub subscribe. The goal of this podcast is not to just also give you information and knowledge about mind, body, and spirit and the integration of those three and how to guide us to that place, but it's also to create a team. 
It's to create a team of people and a community of people who are ready to go into the deep dive of our psyche, the deep dive of spirituality, and really live from a place of what it is to be from our true, authentic self. And so that's the goal with this. So when we get more subscribers with this channel, we're creating that team and that community. And I think that's so important because I know from my journey of healing on the emotional and spiritual spiritual side, it's been a very lonely place. And so that's one of the other reasons why I started this podcast is so we can create this team and this community for that. So if you haven't yet, please subscribe, please share. If you know Kataballs, if you love the Turkish getup, share this podcast. If you are new to the Turkish getup, make sure you see the links below in the show notes so you can learn and start practicing on your own. Other than that, guys, guys have a wonderful week. I am peacing out.